Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Adam Camilleri. Hello. Happy to be here. And Dustin Hinshaw. We're back in the new year. Yeah, happy new year, everybody. Thanks for joining us in the chat. Sorry we missed last week. It was completely unintentional, but hey, we're, we're back. And thanks for showing up in the chat to support us. If you're listening to us after the fact, know that we do this every every Thursday. Most I guess we have to say most Thursdays now. Uh, <laughs> live uh, on the Frontline Gaming Network and uh, you know YouTube, Twitch, and also in the competitive Warhammer uh, 40K chat on Facebook. Really happy for, uh, to see y'all coming in the chat already. Welcome, guys. We have a jam-packed show to talk about this week. This is the uh, the, the show where we run down the upcoming tournaments. We're going to tell you uh, what is actually being represented at the, the weekend. We're going to tell you what we think is going to be winning. Uh, we're going to look back a little bit and see how right we were predicting the uh, winners, maybe from the last events. Uh, anyway, we just have a good time. We're climbing our way. We're climbing our way to LVO, boys. We're climbing our way to that road to the end of the season. Things starting to hype up now that now the holiday season's over. It's full steam ahead. We've got a huge swathe of three events for you guys to give you guys some beautiful coverage of. And man, it's just it's going to be no breaks, no breaks to LVO. Well, people are still participating for ITC points, uh, and then LVO basically crowns the champion of the ITC. You got to get those points, buddy. You got to get those points. It, that was the last it, chance. Everyone wants to. Everyone wants to finish strong, and we're starting to see some really exciting elements coalesce. So this weekend, and until the LVO happens, we're going to be talking about how the, the LVO meta is shaping. The end of the season is shaping. People are testing things for that last run at, uh, at gold and immortality. I think it's one of those, there's lots of things people to compete for. And of course, there's the overall uh, winner. Uh, then there's faction awards. Uh, and it's, it's been neat to track the factions over the course of this this season, season season being what it is. And we've been shocked by some of the things that we've seen. Uh, and, you know, I think that's going to con be to continue to surprise us uh, leading up to uh, the big show there at mm. the end of January. It's It's been an interesting interesting year, hasn't it? We've had, for, for the first time since I think 8th edition came out, we had a relatively stable, you know, eight, eight, seven, seven to nine months of this year. And that's created a really interesting dynamic going into the final stretch. But let's talk about this first event. What's up first, Paul? It's uh, a good question. Let me bring it up. Uh caught me red-handed i was looking oh, at the chat he was, he was looking at something else apologies i was, looking, I was actually i was actually shocked by the folks that well i should say shocked but uh, but happy to see everybody coming in the chat and saying what's up to us and happy to be here for the first show of the new year uh but the first thing we're going to talk about is the glass city grand tournament in toledo ohio this thing has been going on for a long time this is i think mm -hmm. one of those kind of storied events uh, always known to have lots of great players uh and good to see some great participation coming up this weekend yeah, absolutely right. This is so yeah, 82 plays. I think they, they like I talked to uh, Mr. Chester earlier today. I'm doing a little bit of a show with him. And uh, he told me that they're, they're expecting another. He knows for a fact there are seven people who haven't who haven't bought a ticket that are showing up on the day. So this thing could reach 90. Hell, could reach 95 players when it's all said and done. Maybe we'll get to 100. You don't know. Maybe there's uh, maybe there's 20 people that are waiting. A couple of a couple of truckloads. I mean, there's some there's some people thirsty for games. At the Nobody moment. comes there alone. They all bring a busload of people. Mm. Your car's full. Most everyone listed their factions and so that's and and i will say that a couple people have written in and said yo can you cover our events but when we went to go check on your event you didn't have the factions listed and so oh. it makes it difficult for us to Game. kind of invent what's going on yes. in your area yes yes i so paul hit me up and said adam there's an event a mate of mine would like us to cover it's in georgia it's home, home, home turf for TPM. I went to go look it up. 39-player event. At the time when I went to look it up to do the stats, only 18 of them had listed their factions. And I was like, I'm sorry. We deserve better. <laughs> we gotta get it. Well, we gotta get it together because look, I, I really, it is actually part of it is the theory craft because what we, you know, we're looking at things, we're peering into our our palantirs, our crystal balls, and and looking and seeing what people are bringing and how they're anticipating the, mm. the meta. Uh, and in, in some of these local events, you can kind of see trends and stuff. And so, you know, we we want to cover, uh, of course, the large and major events and super majors and whatever. But we also want to cover some of those those uh, those grassroots, the 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 things yeah. that, that that keep people going in between well, those other things. Uh, over all, all from around the world. So but to make it interesting for us, you got to put some stats in there. A little bit of shade at Glass City. Twenty out of the eighty-two listed players, as of right now, had not listed their faction. Um, and so I actually went in and did most of them anyway. If you, if you, as long as they had submitted yeah. a list, I went and checked. You what didn't sprinkle in some master military, them, Why are you so, doing this for them? Stop helping so, them. Uh, because gonna, I was, I'd already, I already did sixty-two of the lists, and I was just like. <laughs> 
I guess I can do 15 more, you know? Uh, <laughs> so, I'm surprised uh, you just didn't like courtesy sprinkle in a couple uh, of Astro Militarum. Oh, I did that with the Australian event now. <laughs> okay. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, we have, we, have a truly, we have a truly international, we should have said this in the preamble, we had a truly international show for you guys today. We have an, mm. a British event, we have an Australian event, and we have uh, an American event. So this thing is uh, wonderfully globe-spanning for you guys today. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, and, sorry, and, and uh, all, all three of those nations I just listed all have super majors coming up this month. We have Uprising, we have another LGT event in the UK, and of course we have the LVO. So all these people at these events are churning towards an end date. It's going to be fantastic to run it down. Dustin, you want to take us away? Or Paul? I will. Sorry. I'm excited to see a lot of these factions, the, the, the list themselves too, because this is when people are starting to really narrow down the list they're going to be bringing to LVO, right? So they got to start testing the real juice. It's not as much so you think this trying is stuff anymore. It's- you think it's, it's close. like this is close. The, the quenching of the of the iron yes. or whatever it is, you know that exactly. that, uh, that they're having to do. All right, exactly, let's let's yes. hear. What what are people well, bringing? Let's, uh, the glass let's city? see. For the Imperial Superfaction, we have six sisters, three custodes, two admech, zero astro Militarum, three gray knights, and four imperial knights. Imperial knights are outnumbering gray knights in this event. I know that's really really weird. What is going on? <laughs> How do you guys feel about gray knights at the moment? I still they're- love them. Like, I don't see them not being good. They're not as oppressive as they used to be, but they're still mm-hmm. really good. There's just a so, few things that are coming back into the meta now that are starting to hurt them, like, because there's so much minus one damage. Now the Crusher Stampede coming out, I can speak from personal experience. They do struggle against that. Yeah. That's yep, what I was going to ask is if you if you feel like the, the big surge and all the Tyranids and now the Tyranid variants that are, yeah. are going to be here, are they really limiting the Grey Knights? The Grey Knights yeah. are not known for their ability to go out there and control the board. They're, they're kind of yeah. used to being uh, real aggressive units and, and taking out, yeah. you know, blocking out with just a couple mm. of units, uh, sections yeah, exactly. of the board and being able to burst damage onto other people's elite units. But if you're playing against yeah. an army that isn't full of elite units and can be everywhere where else mm. and you know you're going to encounter it are gray knights the best choice anymore well so the numbers are starting to come in i know some there's some statisticians out here who are tracking this their numbers into thick city is not amazing and that's like dustin said it's only getting doubled down upon with mm. crusher stampede bringing more of the same issues there are legitimate there are legitimate orc lists out there that bring a lot of the same problems to them and so people are losing they're not a bad army they're a good every they're a good into everything kind of army but they're not amazing into the best stuff so whilst they're still retaining that spot i think they're lo- people losing confidence in them is the, is the only thing i can say um but i think that i think I think the issue is all the people who are taking stuff to counter like your thick city, your crusher stampede, your, you know, orc freebooters list. That's still, still very strong. Um, whether it be speedwire or freebooters still, mm-hmm. or, you know, it's just three skill rigs or whatever, um, bring stuff that also kills dread knights. And so, uh, the grain, they people, everyone's getting better against gray knights by default, by taking mm-hmm. into the better things. And so I feel like the, the gray knight players actually just need to adjust their lists. Take, yeah. take one or two less dread knights, take some more MSU p- pivot a little bit and see how you go. It might be better, it might That's- be worse, but, can't Everything you described thing. is it ex- exactly. It's the best yes. thing to go and just crack open the codex, figure out what you got. How, how do you how do you combat that? You know, I don't yeah. know if we'll see a bunch of land raiders or rhinos or whatever out there. Hey, maybe we that. will. Maybe we'll see uh, a storm raven out there again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the storm raven. Uh, that's actually going to say, but the storm raven cracked open. <laughs> you know what is it? Sc- Scandinavia cracked Scandinavia. That's like right, Scandinavia. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's I think, exactly. I think, I think you, you hit it on the head though with Adam saying what you were saying because. Grey Knights aren't being countered directly, but because of no. everything else that's starting to come in the meta, they just got a harder time because of it. So it's not rocket, the, rocket it's not hard done for Grey Knights, but it's just, yeah. Mm. Wrong place, wrong time now. That's all. Gotta, gotta switch it up there... now, boys. Gotta switch it up. Are there four Imperial Knights? Because <laughs> they're good. <laughs> they're good. They're actually yeah. they're actually quite nice. I do I do not mind them at all. They're, they're like the, the the terrain set for people for prepping for LVO and LGT. I know for a fact as well. The terrain for them is quite forgivable, especially player place. You get some agency. Make sure you have got some kill zones. You get you get a lot of mileage out of bits and pieces. I've played a couple of games with knights now on on frontline gaming terrain, and I think they're very strong. They're, people should oh, be nice. worried. They're a little. They're a bit more than a gatekeeper on some of those tables. And if you look at the last two missions for LVO, knights are terrifying. Knights are absolutely terrifying. Oh, wow. on those last okay, well, maybe, maybe look, maybe we'll, we'll see more of them. Knights are one of those things. Some people, what I found is that, I mean, heck, in a few, you know, in a in a home mm. game or whatever, I took a fire raptor not that long ago. In there, now look, everyone knows like fire raptors like a billion points. Yeah, I know, yeah. but the opponent just simply did not have enough dark lances yeah. to deal to with it. it. Yeah, you know, that's you don't see list prepping to deal mm. with something like that. And when a when a knight player can put three 
you know, four or 13 things on the table yes. that all require that, it maybe mm-hmm. can, can be a little overwhelming if, they, if that night player can figure out how to score objectives. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. That's important um, for that. I, I can keep going now. I'll keep going. Oh, keep yeah, let's get to the space. Yeah. I know we, we spent a lot of time talking about We haven't even gone through. We haven't gone through the rest and, of the set. And even the two plus save on Lehman Russes wasn't enough to get some Imperial Guard in this near. Yeah, I know. Point. But don't worry, yeah. they're coming. They're, in they're the next events, they're getting some, a bit they're more respect. They're coming, yeah, for sure. You'll see a couple at LVO for sure. All right. So the Space Marine Super Faction, we have one Dark Angel, five Space Wolves. Two blood mm-hmm. angels. Not surprising. If you're looking at the stats like we are every week, that number of Space Wolves is not surprising. Yeah, it's true. I feel like it's the only one that never changes. All the others go up and down. Space will stay yeah, around. It's the same like five, five folks. The same, Although, same five we folks. We start yeah. to see one salamander like every event now. Just, it's just one. true. It's just true. One. Absolutely right. Sorry, uh, give us the rest, Dustin. Two Black Templar, three Iron Hands, and two Death Watch. Iron Hands, finally, there are some Iron Hands lists in Northern America. Starting to see some just, more Just lists, saying yeah. it right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think, yeah. Apart from, apart from the Space Wolves not going down or going up, I don't think there's many surprises here. Yeah, boys? No, I don't no. think so. Yeah. No, but it, it is interesting that it, it is uh, somewhat consistent across um, basically mm. all tournaments. Uh, is, it this, is it just that like Space Marines, so Space Wolf players are Space Wolf players and Space Marine players are like everything else. Yeah. They're, they're happy to switch, switch around, but Space Wolf players are just like, this is what we do, Starker Fenrikia for life. That's it. Yeah. I think most Blood Angels <laughs> kind of like that too, though. Uh, I agree. I, I would say the same about I, Dark Angels as well, except I've you you mixed can't it up a little bit. You're, you're <laughs> messing up the entire stat yourself. Uh, anyways, <laughs> this Chaos Super Faction. We have four Chaos Soup, one Chaos Space Breed, four four T Suns, only a single Death Guard, two Demons, mm-hmm. and three Renegade Knights. So, so even a respectable amount of Renegade Knights. Yep. So like seven Knight players in, in essence at this event of, of 80, 82 players as it sits right now. Not too bad. Oh, Four that? Chaos... It's like 9% Knights. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, in a five round event, you're likely to play one. Um, what is interesting to me is the four Chaos Suit players. Uh, I know one of them is listed as Nurgle, and that's, I, I think that's a... It's four Abaddon's. Uh, <laughs> well, exactly right. I, I, yeah, there are there are some good lists there, and some of it um, is Bellacor. Some of it, uh, there was at least one or two Bellacor lists in there. I, I believe, if I'm not getting mixed up by how many lists. Isn't I that like. demons? I, well, I would I would have put that. I would have pegged that. I was actually what I want to mention for the mm. demons is that the demons. I, I have to be a version of Monster Mash, right? Is it is that is that <laughs> like, the only thing that can happen right now? It kind of is. Like you can do a little bit of an MSU game around the Monster Mash, but the monsters are the other game winners in that. You're playing these monsters are either going to win or lose me the game, right? And we did have something we were like, called like a Zinch Carpet. Uh, yes. We see that mm-hmm. up here in a couple of, uh, of events, the, which, which which did pretty well. The splitting horrors. You just take your one or two big blocks of horrors with some summoning points and you split, split it out and control the board. Yeah, it's, it's not bad, man. And it's those, not bad things are, at all. those things are actually pretty dirty, mm. both literally and figuratively. <laughs> Uh, Xeno Super Faction, there are two Necrons, 10 orcs, and still no Tau in sight. 10 freaking orcs, guys. 10 freaking orcs. Only the Tau players <laughs> are biding their time. Uh, yeah. That's that's a lot of orcs. It's coming. Tower, well, they it, saw I'm, the real gun. They're excited. I'm, they're, they're coming. I'm happy. I'm happy that they've got they've got this breather because they can snap all those iron cannons off that yep. they've had for the last four years because you haven't it's seen true. a damn railgun since the, the end of seventh edition and just start sticking on all those yeah all those railgun bits. Um, but yeah, ten orcs. This is crazy. Now, this is definitely like folks is like I'm tired of messing around. I got to get some points. There aren't too many mm. too many tournaments left in this season. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, of, of, of all the fact. So of all the factions running into the end of the season, I think Orcs is the one that still hasn't coalesced to which is the right build. Which one is the that's, right build. That's fair. Yeah. I, I can see three legitimate contenders for the best build for Orcs, and I don't know which one's the best for the meta. I actually don't know. So my, my heart says it's the, the Speed Freaks, Army of Renown, because just because it has the highest damage ceiling, but it's not as versatile. It's not as good as playing some of the missions. Yeah, it, it took that, what was the top slot, it kind of morphed into this, mm. this, this is what's, what we have yeah. now. You know, yeah. with, with a couple extra bells and whistles. And then we've got the Goth list that is essentially the um the kind of MSU melee build with the skill rigs. With I'm a actually really liking the Goth list. I think it's very good, but it's only, I feel like it's good into the thick city build. It, yeah. It's quite good in it going meat for meat, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just has more waves because it's got the Squig Hogs backing up. It's got the beast, beast, beast Boys and all that stuff. And then you have the kind of tweener list where you have two skill rigs, two flyers, two Beast Hog Boys, two things. It's just got the kind of two of everything list. Let's kind of do... I feel mm-hmm. like that one's trying to do too much. And you kind of need to pick a side. 
there's been yeah. a lot of discussion, you know, speaking about ITC and, of course, leading up to, uh, leading up to LVO as it is, there's been a lot of discussion in the various forums in competitive 40K and in tournaments and asking the tournament organizers what the, what the terrain is going to look like. Are you going to have any rules mm-hmm. upon the width of, of tournament, you know, pieces of terrain yeah. as they're placed and whatnot? And I encourage people, if you're, if you're attending the event or curious about mimicking the event with your terrain layout or whatever, participate in those discussions uh, and you'll, and that may influence what people take. I mean, and we can tell you that, you know, we, we've advocated certain numbers of things in, in people's mm. list in the past because of what we thought they would be able to functionally push through the table. And if some different rules get in, put in place for how the terrain is placed, that changes that it opens things up a bit. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Yeah, I'll bring yeah, us home, Dustin. Too. All right, so the Hive Mind Super Faction, there are two Hive Mind, five Tyranids, and zero GSC. I am going to preface this by saying, enjoy it while you can, everybody. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. What's the last Elden Super Faction? Super Faction the oh, yeah, he's totally lost. We've lost him. Come back to us, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Eldari Super Faction, three Max Eldari, three Jukari, one Harlequin, and zero Asuriani. So the faction podium is obviously Orcs at the top with, for 10, Sisters with six, and Tyranids and Space Wolves with five. Tyranids spiking now because of mm-hmm. all the new stuff they can bring that's actually good. They have mm-hmm. several different builds and they're all good right now. I, th- I think they're all quite good. I feel like the best one is the one that John Lennon's been winning with, but it's also the hardest one. It's also yep. the hardest one to, to it's just, you got to be perfect. The Crusher Stampede. He, he intentionally, and this is actually the way I like to build lists too, is that you don't max, max, you know, mm. on one side is mm. like you take what you think is the appropriate amount of yeah. the best stuff. Well, uh, and that's, and that his, his list, I think is a perfect example of that. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's really beautifully balanced, isn't it? To, to, but to his skill set, it's not, it's not a, an every man list, which is how I feel a lot about Grey Knights. I feel like Grey Knights is, is an every, is an every player list. Every player can pick up Grey Knights and within a couple of reps to get to some level of proficiency because you've only got a, a handful of data sheets to work with whereas that niz list has like one or two of, of everything in the damn codex yeah and you've got to be perfect with all of it otherwise in one turn you could just lose all of it <laughs> you know it's out of position spiral out yeah That's the worst thing when you're you're always like man that'd be a great combo right now if i hadn't already lost the piece <laughs> 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 Beautiful. Um, well, jumping into top players in attendance here, the number two player in the world, number two player in the USA, Brad Chester, is in attendance at this event. He's taking a very interesting list. For those of us, uh, Paul and myself, who are present for his run at the G-Dub Finals, he's taking something similar. He's gotten it in his head that Craft Worlds might not be dead. And this is going to be a really interesting list to run down. He's got an Eldari um, custom Craft World. He's got Expert Crafters multiple shots, as you know. It's a spearhead detachment. Then he's got a Harlequin's Soaring Spite Patrol. Now, just saying those words... That that brings me back to about six, seven months ago when we saw Sean Naden taking a similar list to, I don't, I was a BAO, it wasn't SoCal, was it, it, it he took a similar list. It was a soaring, a soaring spite and it was an artillery battery. So here's the list for you guys. It's a Farsia Skyrunner, it's a two man warlock conclave on bike, two times five swooping hawks, two times four dark reapers with the Tempest launcher, two night spinners, uh, a a set of two Shadow Weaver platforms, so that's a, a squadron of two, um, and then two War Walkers with Bright Lancers. And then lastly, in the Soaring Spy Patrol, he has a Talon Master, which is the Fang Master, three units of Troop, all kitted out with close combat weapons and fusion pistols, a single Solitaire, which I adore in this list, and uh, three Star Weavers to carry the packages around. Um, I, I can't hate this list, boys, but it seems like it's a list out of time. You say that, but I mean, we've been advocating and talking about just how mm. deadly the the Aldari can be with their their ignore line of sight weaponry. Yes. and there's, I mean, there's let me count two, uh, four, six, uh, six things all with multiple shots. You know, yeah. multiple damage. Uh, mm-hmm. They can they can really devastate things without even having to be anywhere near it, without being able to look exactly at right. it. Exactly uh, and then right. you've got things that can ignore functionally ignore terrain. So this list is taking one, taking the third player out of the game is what this list is doing. Spot on, spot on. Yeah. And in addition to that, it's not going head to head with any of these big meaty armies. It's like, I'm going to play a bit of distraction, play the peripheries. I'm just going to pop, 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 eat away all your board control. So my board control wins the game. It's very clever into this meta. I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure it's enough. And this, he's really pressure cookering it for this event. He's like, if it runs good at this event, I need to take it seriously, but we'll see. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anybody can do it, of course, we'll, we'll be uh, on Chester. We've seen performance on top of performance on top mm. of performance every single time. Uh, continues to deliver. Uh, this, this, it, this cannot take a punch, though. Even you're going to see vehicles. You're going to see things on the table that look like mm-hmm. maybe they can hang or be able to lock up and then disengage. And that's not something this list can do. And so it does have to be yeah. played on a razor thin of precision. Yeah, exactly. I think it'll, it, it goes to what I was saying earlier when we started the podcast, too. It, this is pressure cook, like you said. This is he's trying to get it. He's testing it to see if it's ready for LVO. If it performs well, if he does it well, he he might be able to find them one or two missing pieces or what they need to switch out. Or yep. This is a really good time to do it because it's right in time for LVO. Man. Well, he's he's got proficiency with like four other lists. Yes, so exactly. He can take this time to just clear his head and play something completely out of left field because then he gets to look back on his other options with some distance from mm-hmm. from all of them. Or at the same time, he gets to like means test to see if this thing is the real deal. Um, jumping down to our next top. Player in tennis. This is Thomas Ogden playing Black Templars. Love you, mate. Ranked 14th in the USA. Single patrol. He's got just a walking foot, uh, just a foot happy. Then he's got Grimaldus and Chad Brecht, that being Hellbrecht. Um, three units of 14 Primaris Crusaders, all kitted for close combat. He has I a love single, that. Uh, I, I love awesome. it a lot. I love it a lot. Um, he's got a single uh, ju- Judicia. He's got a primary apothecary, two times three multi-melter attack bikes, and six eradicators. It actually doesn't feel like a lot when you look at it like that on the table, but I can tell you when you see it across from you, and you've got like, what is it, 42 primaris bodies, um, and then you've got six attack bikes and six eradicators, and essentially you have to eat through all this really durable stuff to get to. Um, it, it's actually pretty cool. And this this list, more than anything else, is kitted to go direct head-to-head into Thick City and kill it. It's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like, I like, it. The, I like the, the, the ability to put, yeah, to put that stuff on the table. To like, mm. you have one, you're, you have one plan, at least seemingly one plan. Your opponent thinks, well, he's just going to come forward. Well, yes, but there's going to be things coming up all around the flanks. You're going to have to deal yep. with those yep. uh, potentially uh, transhuman physiology blocks every time you try to shoot at them. Exactly. You're, you're never, mm-hmm. It's going to take you time. It's probably going to take you mm. a lot longer than you think to eat through any of those blocks. And if you, yes. uh, if you uh, basically, uh, uh, mess up your target priority at all you're doing that what we were talking about earlier well, you're spinning out of control you yeah you've lost your exactly pieces. exactly um everything in this army can be a little bit quicker than you think like one one push i love there's got two chaplains in here because I've, I've been play testing black templars quite a bit with some of the other boys and uh we're, we just feel like we're just missing that plus two uh to to charge because you've, you've got this three rollable charge and then the chaplain and i assume that's yeah yeah just the chaplain, chaplain. Is that a chaplain yeah, on a bike? Yeah. Primary chaplain on a bike? Or is no, it no, it's not. It's, he's on. He's on foot. He's on foot, man. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, he doesn't enough. miss leg day. It doesn't need to be fast. Like this army isn't quick. It's just kind of methodical grind, grind, grind. Well, I do want to point out the Primaris Crusaders, right? For the 14 man. It's the perfect homogenous um, amount because you get the full maximum eight of the neophytes to go with five initiates um, and then the one. Um, blade the one sword brethren so it's the right amount of guys to get the min max out of um the durability there and then with four rolls to hit from either from a chaplain or from um hellbrecht and then the plus one strength the plus one strength is the key um because as soon as you get all those boys with their three attacks each possible four attacks each from a a litany re-rolling to hit at strength five they shred racks they just shred them they go straight through it's really nice Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that uh, fights last from the Judicar. Uh, there's mm. there's lots of there's lots of tricks in here. Well, Can't count this out. Uh, it's really it's really spicy to see that coming to the fore. I'm really happy to see it. Um, I've been I've been trying to test that guy because you can give him. I don't I don't think Thomas has or he didn't have a list on his list if he's forgotten it. The six inch heroic intervention. Now what's really cool there is you have a devout push, so you essentially have a nine inch heroic intervention. That is, and as soon as you go from the six to the nine, there's actually you actually just can't make some charges because you will just get hit. You'll, he'll he'll push out, and then six inch Roy can intervene into you. You think you're dodging him, but you're not. Um, and so you just tell that to your opponent, and you're like, well, there was a charge I was going to go for, but if I go for it, I just give you a free unit. Um, so it's actually really quite spicy. I like, yeah, I like there you the go, everybody. There you go. Welcome to the Thursday show. Tips and tricks for strategies. That's all. Yes. Uh, all here. So, hey, let's, you got let's everything. Pick a winner. Here. Let's pick even if it's not a not a player but a faction what do, what do we think's taking this this is a diverse field you know he, he, lots of players mm-hmm. lots of orcs so can't pick chester of, let's just say yeah let's see you can't pick chester that's a good idea yeah. that's a good yeah. idea let's pick pick a faction. what do you think faction is going to take it because i don't think any of y'all would have said wolves anyway whoa okay, wolves i'm going for wolves okay. let's do okay. it okay I'm down. finally it's the wolf time <laughs> what, what do you think dustin what do you think faction was man I'm gonna go with Tyranids. I think. Well, I think. Okay. 
I think that's, it's just, that's a strong choice. Just, just, I'm shocked. Yeah. Shocked, I tell you. I mean, well, I, 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 I gotta go outside the box a little bit here, and I think, <laughs> I think Tyranids might, uh, might win. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Renegade Knights. Whoa, Ooh, that's a, I love that pick. That's cool. Yeah. I think there's nice. there's a I mean, you know, it's about matchups, right? About when you encounter certain players, mm. and uh, you know, as things are filtering out towards the top, uh, well, with this many players in a five round, I think it's very possible that the that the renegade knights dodge. You you, know? you want to you want to talk about a list that Chester's can't really beat? D- does he beat knights? It's true. Yeah. I bet he's hoping he like, doesn't play them. Yeah, yeah. I bet he, especially hey, on like there's the, a lot of them dude, here. Nine percent, especially the like I, I I think like Chester goes into knights on the scouring. I'm like, does he score any primary? Does he get like ten points on primary for the whole game? You know, <laughs> especially if he goes second. Uh, but you yeah, know, he got to really rely on those fusion pistols, man. We got some support right, in the man. chat uh, for for the wolf pick, space wolf's pick. Nice, of course we uh, do. <laughs> oh, yeah, is Wolf, Wolf Priest Carl's here? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I know I'm going to get one supporter every time. <laughs> uh, let, let's keep going, boys. Yeah, well, oh, well, so Go the next, next of it we're going to cover is, is uh, De Bolton, Wag, and Horwich, England. So they're going all the way across the Atlantic. Uh, a good, uh, was it five, five and a half thousand miles from where we were just discussing? Yeah. And I love being able to do this, by the way. Just, just, just a hop, skip, mm. and a jump. Uh, Dustin, bring us down for the quick and dirty stats. What have we seen at this uh, this event? Uh, all right, let's do this. We have Imperial Superfaction. We have one Imperium, so well, a Super Imperium, two Sisters, one Custodes, one Astro Militarum, three Green Knights, three Imperial Knights. So pretty even spread. Mm. Still a lot more Imperial Knights and the Grey Knights dropping, so let's like discuss. Before. I told you, it's those five Space Wolf players, oh. they can't beat this event because they they're, the yeah. <laughs> they're in Ohio. It's because there, there's, there's none of them here. So the Space Marine Super Faction, two Blood Angels, one Ultramarine, three Death Watch, and one White Scar. So you got a White Scar and Ultras here. Quite sparse, actually. Quite sparse on the Space Marines at this event. That's true. It's a, it's a little, mm. little less. And more Death Watch percentage wise than I really expected that, to see. That's yeah, true, too. That's true. Uh, the Chaos Super Faction, there's two Chaos Space Marine, 1,000 Sun, six Death Guard. Here there are they the are. Players here. There they are, and one Renegade Knight. <laughs> We've been seeing the the uh, folks in in Europe, UK, representing Death Guard, by and large, more often than we've seen in other places. Parts Insanely. If I was to mm-hmm. say two two anecdotes about about Europe's lists, there's way more. There's way more psychers in general, psychic based armies, either that be T Suns or Grey Knights, and heaps of de- heaps of um, Death Guard, heaps. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, true. So we just no had a pro- we just had a producer saying that yeah, England has been the homeland of the Iron Hands being the champion of the Space Marine factions. There, the one that usually performs the best gets taken quite prolifically. Um, and yeah, there, there is none here, right? Rarely ever just the Iron Hands. Typically, a, like a, a Iron Hand successor. Of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. mm. But then still, we go down to the Xeno Super Faction for two Necrons, four Orcs. So it's always two Necrons, then a very number of Orcs and no Tau. Yes, pretty, yes, pretty normal, I think. And the Hive Mind Superfactions, there's just three Tyranids. It's coming. Enjoy it while you yeah. can, guys. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Lying in wait. Lying in wait. Eldari <laughs> Superfaction, just five Drakari. That's, That's it. it. There's That's no, it. Just everybody, everybody over in England, just Drakari. The heck yeah. with these Brad Chester Eldari lists. We just, we just want Thick City, man. That's all. Harlequins, never heard of them. Ne- what, yeah, what keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> keep it simple, yeah. Exactly. So the <laughs> faction podium, obviously Death Guard with six, and then Trukari with five, and Orcs with four. This is more what we're used to seeing, I think. This is this is like the, literally the last three months yeah. has been this this pretty much uh, in any order, just these three factions. Yeah, exactly. Look, it ain't broke. Don't fix it. And, it's true. Uh, it's well, true. It's, exactly. Yeah. It's been working. So, well, I mean, Death Guard yep. haven't been winning events, but they've been winning <laughs> games. They're just like the evergreen middle of the road. You're probably never going to have a horrible hey, game. Look, You're never going to yeah, get ruffle exactly. stomped. They need, they need more nitro. You, that's all. You never know. Yeah. These folks may have the bloat drones. The right number of bloat drones. Oh, and chaos true. spawn in their I've army. Got, I got. I got. I got a list for you later, Paul. The last Sweet. list we're going to do for the show. Ooh. You're just going to be like, "This is a man. This we're, is a man this, right this, here." This is a man. All right, we're excited for that one. We got to go through these lists first, though. Uh, go over. Go, go. Go ahead, Adam. Take it away. Yeah, Adam. Show. Tell us what we got right. there with the t- right. top players in attendance. So two top players in attendance here. Mike Porter, sixth, ranked sixth in the UK, playing Night Renegades. Uh, Super heavy detachment. This is custom household, abominable constitution, um, in infamous uh, hereditary. Uh, it's got a Majera, two times four war dogs. This is the traditional Melter Lance um, chain, whatever it is, chain glaive, um, and then two to- uh, two units of three lightning lock Moiraxes. This is a pretty that that's been it. in high so, demand recently and also yeah. highly effective. People have been using mm. them to uh, to great success. 
Yeah, exactly right. This is um, this is pretty cut and dry. I mean, it's just one big knight, which is going to have all these relics and all these bits and pieces, and uh, all these buffing options. And then yeah, everywhere, that's, where, that's a target for all your stratagems. Yes. Yeah. Then he's just got a swarm around them of uh, of little guys. Um, I don't mind the list. I think it's quite good. What do this you is think? the way to run the the renegade knights. This is the way you do it. Yeah. With Imperium, you want three Megaris, but with the renegades, you want all the little guys. And the lightning, the lightning lock Moraxes are really good. Like they're actually mm. surprisingly good. I don't know yeah. if you guys have played against them a lot, but I I have I've played against them quite a few times now, and um, I was very impressed. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, and so the, the the general rule of thumb is that um, imperial imperial knights do big knights better, do Questorius yes. knights better, uh, renegade knights do armagus better. That's generally the rule of thumb. Exactly. That's that's what I meant when I was saying like renegade. This is the way to run renegades. Adam just made it sound. More, it made more sense. <laughs> anyway, this is this type of list is why I picked Renegades uh, in the last event. I think yeah, it's yeah. going to run roughshod uh, if somebody figures out the right combo, and I and I think maybe even more um, smaller knights, different types of knights. But we'll see. This person's I, I probably got some reps with this and knows exactly what to do. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, so moving on to our second uh, top player in attendance, this is Henry uh, Byrne. B-E-A-R-N-E, -E, I think that's Burn, um, or Bernie, uh, ranked 14th in the UK, playing a Drakari Double Patrol, both of them being Artists of Flesh. Thick City. Haymonk, uh, unit, a unit of nine and two units of eight racks, two units of five grotesques, two units of three talos, and jumping into his second detachment. A succubus, two times five racks, another five grotesques, five mandrakes, two talos, and a venom. Um, it's pretty straight up and down. Funny enough, both lists for, for from the UK, it's pretty straight up and down. Um, but yeah, this is a pretty conventional um, uh, thick city list, guys. How do you feel like this fits into the 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 spectrum that we're seeing so far because there are some variants it's usually just a discussion of do you take the dark Ted technomancers detachment to get some um chronos in there so you've got some shooting options and then how many grotesques talos racks do you have like what's the sliding scale yeah i'm assuming they have heat lenses on them did you didn't check didn't uh, think i needed to but i assume they're they i'm assuming that they're, heat, they're they're obviously heat lenses so they'll be heat lenses right heat you're just yeah, gonna take absolutely them. we're just gonna take that so that's that's the shooting you need to deal with some of the things that um, you might need to arrange with while you try to get into place with them with that many that's a lot of talos like, that's a lot of talos it is i i, I yeah. dig it i think it's great and it, of course i think what aren't the mandrakes like the best the coolest looking unit Mm. I love Mandrakes. Uh, Mandrakes. I, I, Mandrakes are some oh. of my best painted models. I love those things. Good stuff. Um, my so I'm starting to question some of the the options in Thick City. I feel like if you do take these three things, one of those things, one of those options, either it's the racks, either it's the grotesque, either it's the Talos, is going to get dunked on by your opponent's choices if they're metering for you. Mm -hmm. I'm Which they are. Which they, they are, are there, they are. Kind of happen, and, right? and what are they metering for? They're metering for the thick parts of Thick City a lot of the time. A lot yeah. of the time, which is one of the reasons I like Black Templars into it, because I think the real strength in Thick City lists is the rack. I think the rack is the most broken, best part of that list. Because of the and point I, to like toughness, you know, durability, durability ratio. Exactly right. Like, the tough, okay. toughness and durability. They, they kill better than they should. They survive far more than they should. You take big so units. Too, yeah, so. I like I like more racks. I like more racks. And what I'm trying to figure out, because you can't have racks and a high density of grotesques and a high density of talus. The three don't coexist. You can't have all three. You can't have it all. Um, I, I, I like... I was I, ready I, to I, pounce I, on you, by the way. I was ready to pounce <laughs> because like you don't mess with the greatness. And then like you just, yeah, yeah, then yeah. You just nailed it. Like, wait a second. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Racks are just so broke, man. Because the t the thickness doesn't win you the game. The thickness goes over there and messes up your opponent's plans, while the racks get you all the points. And so I think you only need one portion of that thickness. It's just picking the right one for what you think people are metering into, metering against. And to my mind, I would like to see thick city lists. If I was to make one, it would just be racks and talos. So what you're saying is racks and talos. People just need to focus on what racks up the points. Yeah, boy. Oh, well done. Yeah, look, you got a hand. I guess, right I guess I like, I'm, <laughs> no, no pouncing today. Everybody's just. <laughs> he was ready to pounce. If you're not seeing him on the video, he was ready. You could see him yeah. in a pouncy position. Uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, the, uh, the Bolton Bar. It's a, it's, it's a pretty spicy event. We want to pick a winner here? Uh, it's going to be hard not to pick your car here. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it is fair. It's really hard not to. Um, if you weren't going to pick it, 
what, where would you go? Well, let me tell you why I'm picking it, I guess, and then we can go. Sure. Then we can just go into fantasy land. Is that uh, the f- 43 players, five rounds, that density of Jukari, uh, and and then that density of Death Guard, which we know Jukari match up really well against uh, mm-hmm. Death Guard, simply because they outmaneuvered them on in every category. It's you the know, same thing, but but they're faster. They're so much faster. Uh, yeah, and, and so that's and that's why I think that it's, it, they're going to get to round three and then play each other, and Jakari, 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 Jakari are going mm. to take it over. Mm. Uh, but then, but then past that, Blood Angels, Blood Angels have all the tricks uh, <laughs> and can compete against all that stuff. And there's two of them, baby. Yeah, I would love to see Death Watch get a podium here. I'd love to see Death Watch get a podium because I think they're quite underrated. Just because I. I don't know what their list is. Uh, is it just Dreadnoughts? If it is just Dreadnoughts, is Ultramarines just better because the redeploy means the Dreadnoughts get to do things rather than getting, you know, trained out of existence? Um, so I would love to see them get a podium here. I'd love to see Death Guard get a podium as well. I, I always want to see Death Guard from, get a podium. From Scotty uh, D in the chat saying the Death yeah. Watch are, are still good, just mm-hmm. get overshadowed by some of the other stuff. I think Death Watch are one of those things where you can, you can tech your list and just end up being wrong or misjudging not because of who you face you know, over the course uh, of, the, of the weekend not not because you built your list in any way that was substandard it's just you just didn't match up against that it's, it's such mm-hmm. a it's such a weird you can get such you get stuck in so many rabbit holes list construction with death watch because you you open up the kill team toolbox and you're like i can have everything and then you're like you start putting it all together and like i don't have any army i've just spent all these points on like these two squads and <laughs> you're like Oh no, I have to start trimming it back. And then you trim it back. And like, if I trim any more, this squad isn't worth taking anymore. So you're like, like you what is it. this model? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Like, why have I got five Laz Fusil Eliminators? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but why Why am I doing this? Um, and so yeah, there, there are a lot of issues with building that list because it's so hard to find the perfect line of cost to efficiency um, in Death Watch because it's a very unique proposition. It's more, it's unique to just, just, to just them. They've got like an extra two layers of p- purchasing to make their list good. And so it's just really hard. It's really so hard. do do we all agree that uh, Blood Angels are winning this event? Um, yeah, yeah, hands, hands down. Yeah, oh yeah, so for far, sure. So Definitely. I mean, don't even rock Thank up you for to the support. The GT. What's, like, it's what's the point even talking about anybody else? Blood Angels are there. Oh, it's over. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to jump over to now we're going to South Wales, Australia. I, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Uh, was that? I think we're, we're going to run it at. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, tell you what, that's a, that's a great that's actually a great event. Production has informed me that we're going to run uh, an app from our sponsors for online gaming. So hang tight for just like a minute and a half, and then we're coming back and talking about stuff in Australia. It's amazing. Yeah, boy. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming Mats are custom made one at a time. Printed with high quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real world setting, there's a great looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. Hey, everybody, we are back. Thanks for, uh, make sure you check out our sponsors, please. Uh, it's so amazing to have us on the network. Uh, leave some subscribe if you haven't already. Like, uh, leave comments, five-star reviews, wherever you get those us. mats. Those mats are awesome. Yeah, mm. yeah they are. As a, as, a, as a user myself. Um, yeah, absolutely awesome. So now we're going to talk about Exterminatus 4. Is Waka Waka a real place? It is indeed. Really? Yeah. That's, you could mail it. You could, That's I the could town. Like, the t- write yeah. it on an envelope, stick a few mm-hmm. stamps on it. Waka Waka, New South Wales. It's a town. Is that what Fozzie is saying all the time? Oh, definitely. I think that's still Waka Waka. 
<laughs> no, he's referring to the grandeur of the the town of Wagga Wagga. Uh, so many interesting stories. Just the... every every single time he makes a joke, he's like, "Yeah, like that town in Australia." <laughs> and and believe me, no, I uh, seriously, I'm not uh, trying to be disrespectful at all. It's just you know, we we just talked about you know DeBolt and Wag, and I'm thinking like hmm. this is obviously just a play on that. And I get down, yeah. and I was like, "Do do I read that part or not?" <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm fairly, I'm almost 100 percent certain it's an indigenous name. So literally, oh, probably. It's so so funny how some of those names come up because it could just be like a colonial, you know, Eng English gent walks up to an indigenous man and's like and says in English, "What do you call this?" And the first two words that come out of the the uh, indigenous true. man's name is what they write down as the t name of the town. Like there are there are stories like that in Australia where it's just that's just what it's called. That's just awesome. I, we should do <laughs> yeah, that more. Uh, I like the, the knowledge of of, of hearing these places, uh, learning yeah. about the players, and that stuff is one of the great things about you know talking about these tournaments from all over the world. Uh, so look, if we have it, if we talk about events every week. If you would like your event featured on this, let us know. Hit us up in in uh, hit me up on mm. Twitter where I restaurant underscore tpm hit up the frontline gaming network hit up camillary dustin on on, on their various platforms uh we'll be happy to try to work into the show if we possibly can but let's be a lesson is that you know we'd like it if you have your factions uh listed in listed yes because uh -huh. it makes life a little bit easier on us and but we absolutely love talking about your events no matter what this is a 34 player five round gt in new south wales australia uh Dustin, would you be so kind as to run down the factions? Oh, I would we'll, love we'll to. We have uh, Imperial Super Faction. There's one sister, two custodes, four Esmeralda, one Grey Knight. Yeah, no boy. Knights. Yeah, no boy. Knights. Four guard. Guard. Bringing up like one of the top represented factions in we Australia. We Australians know what's up. Wow. There they are. They all leaving <laughs> restless too. because they, they got the two up now, man. So two of them. One of them is Deathcore Creek, and two of them are listed as as Pure Cadian. So. Huh. Yeah, one nice. bloke is having is having fun. Two guys aren't joking around. I don't know what the last one is. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm down with this. I like this. Oh, there's a there's work. there's a ton of chaos. What is there? I mean, we'll get there, but this is like what is it? Like twenty percent chaos? I, I actually looks like fifty percent, yeah. almost. I mean something like mm. that. Okay. No, no, no. Let's get to it. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to jump ahead. <laughs> the space Marine super faction. We have two dark angels, one space wolf, two ultramarines, two iron hands, and one salamander. Is that one salamander again? Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I Just like a single Sally. This is the single Sally. This is the same guy going to every event in the same weekend. They Won't all, somebody they all just ask that single Sally out on a date? Well, that just Discord, that, the Discord, the <laughs> Salamander Discord chat is just these three guys, and they're all bringing the same events yeah. in different parts of the world. Hey, but, uh, that's how you get a great factor. list. That's, that's how, how you, you get, get answers. That's how you get it. That's how you get it's it. Uh, it's just one guy, like three guys on three different continents just being yep. like, yay, Salamander. This, this is what we do. That's how we do it. <laughs> chaos Super Faction. There's one Chaos Soup, three Chaos Space Marines, 1,000 Sun, two Death Guard, one Demon, and one Renegade Knight. A very even spread here, too. But there are a lot really of even. Chaos here. There, there's yeah. going to be some serious vengeance for Cadia happening. There's mm -hmm. a lot of vengeance for Cadia. Those, yes. those Cadians are going to have a well, great time. Australia has been a big chaos country. Like the whole country, chaos is just generally really? taken a lot. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, well, mostly because Australia has this perception as a horde meta and chaos built the best hordes all the way through 8th edition. So even from the start, from the cultists all the way through the demons all the way to the end, like the brimstones, the cultists, the, the zerkers, the demon hordes, like Australia just kind of held that, waved that chaos flag really strong all the way through 8th. And so I'm not surprised to see a bunch of chaos players. Is yeah. that how that one guy came out of nowhere with Grey Knights and won that one event? Oh, yes. that was, yeah. yeah. So I, I like, I love that anticipating yeah. the meta, and then, and then again, that's looking at lists like this, uh, and, and listening to shows like this, you got mm. kind of see the patterns or whatever. It's it's, yeah. it's and the people that really just kind of come at it from a, from the those novel mm. uh, perspectives. I think is just really fun to watch. Yeah, when you Agreed. understand your local meta, you can figure out how to play into it, right? If I had to well, play my yeah. local meta, it's a lot of Drakari. He was just doing it Gary. because he loved Grey Knights. He just had a beautifully painted, like commission painted Grey Knight army just sent to him. And he's like, I'm just going to challenge myself and play this. And it was just, I mean, well, he said either that. by he said that, or not, he, I think he these, knew what he was doing. These four Astro mil Militarum players are going to be very positioned pretty well uh, to use their new tricks oh. against this. this uh, so le legitimately, chaos in, one third, in one third of their games, if they go first, statistically they win, right? Because one third of their games are going to be versus Chaos. And yeah. if they go first in those games, if, if, especially the two people are playing Cadians, plant that banner, game is over. Um, you know, it's going to be rough. Chaos can still win those matches. Come on. They just don't uh, have to reroll everything for one CP. Dep well, it depends on terrain. Only... It depends on leadership manipulation. <laughs> yep. It depends on, yep. you know, a, a few things. 
there is a, there is a chaos list we're going to talk about that I think will be just fine. Ooh, we'll okay. get to it in a moment. We'll get to that. So the Xeno Super Faction, there are two Necrons and one Orc. The Necrons are outnumbering Orcs in this place. I know. I know. Australia. We're just what? we're just a everything's backwards. Beautiful place. It's beautiful. It's backwards. It's a beautiful world. Yeah. It's the yeah, it's the reflection of the two. It's, yeah, it's a reflection of the other ones. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It makes uh, perfect sense. The Hive Mice Faction. There's just three Nids. Yeah, and this is this is another faction that's really quite loved in Australia. Maybe it's because we're, it's it's just close to what we see at our back door. I must say, where everything, like, all the bugs will it's, kill yeah. you. It's, uh, it's relatable. Um, but this last one is the one I really want to talk about. Oh yeah, let's let's talk about this. The Eldari Super Faction, which I use the term loosely in this case, is a single single Drakari. That's it. Letting the team wow. down, mate. That's Almost it. had the perfect event, and you are why we don't. Hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that there was almost like no Eldari super faction it would be a perfect world everyone would hold hands the sun would come out of the clouds everyone would just be like ah peace no, at last no peace Eldari on earth event. oh my god I, that, I don't think I've ever been to an event that didn't have any Eldari that would have been a beautiful dude, day dude it's crazy it's so nuts to think in, in, in ninth edition after the year we've had there's just an event with like one Drakari player it's, and it's like, that's strong run us down that faction podium and sit, and let's let's take a take a note here. Of what isn't yeah. on it? Let's, 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 uh, let's, it's really got really got to think about this because the faction podium number one is Astra Militarum. What a world! What, what a, a beautiful world. place! Number Love two, it. Tanya's happy. Chaos Adam's happy. And Tyranids. <laughs> this is awesome. I want to play here. And then every, uh, there's like so many twos and ones. There's so yeah. many of them. Everything else is twos and ones. So can't really narrow that one down but mm. astro militarum topping the podium and then chaos Spurious marines and nids bringing up second place like that that's just that's wonderful that is so wonderful. exactly right and i said that about the jukari player because i know him i know him personally he's in my discord for art of war down under and i'm like sammy sammy boy <laughs> this is on you <laughs> could have you could have did something no he's like he's swinging for the fences and uh, i don't blame him but i think he's gonna get just stopped it, i i think he might win it actually looking okay. at the field being the only Drakari player it's actually not a bad place it, to be. it's just yeah it's not a bad place to be at all it really but now, spot. transitioning over to the top players in attendance we have two gentlemen i played on a team with both these guys um for a team event um in victoria she's seems like forever ago now uh the first one is joshua mcmillan ranked fourth in australia he's playing sisters boys and the first time we've read, read out a sisters army in quite a while and i'm very happy too and this one i think is the money if you're playing sisters it starts off with a valorous heart vanguard and it's got an order of our martyred lady patrol for those <laughs> nothing is as funny as me writing shorthand order of our martyred lady umal <laughs> three o's in an l an, an, an umal patrol um, this got this is how i can't read this okay everybody like yeah this is why it's, this, this is, is why, why i don't do job. this <laughs> <laughs> He's got Celestine, uh, 10, 10, 9 sacrosents, 29 sac, so 30, yeah, 29 sacrosents. That's wow, bold. I love it. That's not, I, don't, I don't think you normally see that, that density of them, do you? You don't see that density? I feel like they're the best thing I'm in the book I'm starting now. to see a lot more of those. Maybe not like three squads, but two squads for sure, because they are I, really good. I love them. I yeah. love them so much. Um, I, I think I love them um, more, much more in... Um, in Bloody Rose, but I think they're just fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got a unit of two Crusaders. He's got a Dilo, just a Dogmata, and five Zephyrim to round out this attachment. Then into his Order of Vitamated Lady, he's got a Hospitaller, a Cannoness, Morven Vile, five Sisters, one single unit of five Dominions, a, a big, a biggish unit of I think it's uh, seven or eight Zephyrim, two times five Retributors with what you'd expect, and two Rhinos to carry the packages around. I'm actually a big fan of this list. I'm actually quite a big fan. Um, I, I like wish. It. I, I really love the Sacrosense. The Halberds on the Sacrosense, um, getting to that nice Strength 6, and then I, I, like, I like Bloody Rose to get them to um, the Strength 7, because I feel like that's the best profile right now into a lot of the, the higher toughness units out there. But I think Sacrosense are the best unit in that book at the moment, and min-maxing the crap out of them, I think is a really clever choice by by Josh. Yeah, I actually like this a lot. The, the, the Sacrosense, like, like you're saying, I think they're the best thing in the book, to be honest. Like, they... They're so mm. good. Like they're necessary. Maybe not the best thing in the book, but they're necessary in every sisters list. I think well, they actually are like the juice. Morven Vile is the best thing in the book. Like, yeah, that's I, just that's, that's, that's why I was going to say all the good stuff is good. Literally the only reason Vile. I bought that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, but I like the I like the number of rhinos. I, I think this is a, this is a list that's got some of that. Mm -hmm. We talked about that just enough. Uh, of yes. everything good in there, but with a heavy hand on sacrosense, and then, mm. but there's only two rhinos in here, and and then and then there's that that nine uh, sister sacrosent unit, probably to throw a character in that unit in a rhino yep. if necessary. You know, yep. it's yeah. 
there's a lot of options. You can't just yeah rush yeah. that nine man up and just start slinging in. Especially if the, I, I didn't look at the, too hard at the cannons, but the cannons might be the very killy option with all the mortal wounds from Order of Our Lady, the supplement, Dave. Um, so yeah, he could have three extremely bestial characters a bodyguarded that can be bodyguarded out to like ridiculous ranges because he's just got such such wide range yep. with all his bodyguard units and then he actually has a really good density of um, msc as well i'm a huge i'm actually a really big fan of this list when i was reading it i was like it had that almost it just kept going quality of msu about it like it just kept just there was just more stuff in it there was just so i love, much I love being able to, yeah. to trade off on objectives and that mm. kind of stuff i think that's if you if you can build a list that still has teeth and can do that you're going to win a ton of games in this list mm. certainly fits in that category let's let's go to the next one though we're going to a bit short on time, but I definitely want to get to this list. Richard Hill, 16th in Australia, playing a Death Guard. Um, it's all inexorable, um, inexorable, whatever. Um, it's an Outrider and a Spearhead. He's got a Sorcerer, two times five possessed, three fledded bloat drones with flesh mowers. Of course. Mwah. Love it's, it. It's already going to uh, win. That's it. It's already it's already going to win. Um, three single mythic blight haulers. Then into his next attachment, um, he's got a demon prince, three PBCs, and 150 summoning points, boys. Which is already set in his list. He has allocated for Epidemus and five furies. I'm I, I like this a lot. He, I he like puts it out on his list. Wow. He does. Yeah, he does. That's, well, that's the whole the that's whole like list pointing. is pointing. That's yeah. pointing, man. Yeah. Except that's Babe Ruth. He's Babe Ruth yeah, yeah. this yeah. summoning. That's awesome. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the fact that he did that. He just like was just calling his shot. He's just like, I'm doing it. Try and stop me. Is, is but, that a written contract? Does he now have to do that? I think he has to. I think you kind of have to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but do you guys know what you guys know the what Epidemus does for this list? You guys you guys know how it interacts? Uh, yeah, it is, I mean so Epidemus Every, has a tally, he it ticks up, yeah. you get some bonuses, but go ahead. Uh, so he pretty much he'll actually sit back quite defensively, summon Epidemus on turn one with his sorcerer or his demon prince, um, and then he'll start getting those putting those PBCs to work and trying to get hit that that I think it's the, the I can't remember the first breakpoint is that three kills or five kills, um, but especially you talk about into guard yeah when you have got all those the guardsmen here there and everywhere those PBCs just take a pound of those guardsmen you get that you get to that three man tally pretty quick fling out a flesh mower if you need to mythic blight haulers with the multi melters and the missile launchers are actually quite good into the thick city esque this high density hide woo count model count um armies are actually quite quite potent and then yeah you just start picking up little kills here and everywhere get that tally going get toughness nine is the goal the goal is to get the plus one toughness as soon as you get the toughness eight on the blight drones oh, yeah. and the mythic blight horse mm-hmm. toughness nine on the pbcs you just go into bully mode and just like here have it all see if you can take it it's all in it's it's a beautiful thing if you can pull it off i like that not considered the 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 tick up on the toughness that's uh mm. that's strong I was actually just mesmerized yeah. by the uh, flesh mowers. So, but yeah, we, we, we know. <laughs> uh, well, again, we, you know, how many times have we said it? Like Death Guard, you know, coming out in droves or whatever, but not winning as much. And so, this is a fresh take on, and this is exactly yes. what Death Guard generals need to be doing. So, I, I wish Richard the best, and that's going to mm. be my pick for for winning this whole thing. Yeah, so it's um, so it's two kills for reroll hit rolls of one for friendly Nurgle demons, three kills for increased movement by one, four kills for increased strength by one, and it's the five kill breakpoint to get that plus one um, toughness, and then six gets you plus one attack, and seven gives you rerolls um, on disgustingly resilient, which of course um, Death Guard units do not have, but you're trying to get to that five as quickly as possible. There was when you were starting reading down the factions, there was no way I was not going to pick an Astro Militarum as the one walking away with this. Mm-hmm. But then I saw this just gem of a Death Guard list, and uh, that's my pick. That's your pick. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I'm, I, I want to pick Sisters, not because because Josh is a, is a mate of mine, and I love that list. I'm just going to pick Sisters. I'm I'm taking Astro Militarum. Oh, yeah, that's, that's I want to see strong picks I want to see all it. around. This is it. this is definitely one we need to revisit and see who who came out who reigned supreme yeah. uh, at that at that tournament. Exactly right. Um, somebody's asked me why the three single blight haulers. To me, if I was going to do it, I would either take three singles or two units of two. Um, because people have things like eradicators, because people have things like they will either massively overkill or underkill a single blight hauler a lot of the time. And just putting like single las cannons into a blight hauler, chances are you're not going to kill it. So yeah. you have to what put in another one. Oh, chances well, are you got a five up field, no pa- five up involve, so you're not going to kill it still. We, so you end up having to put about... three, four, five in to make sure you kill one, and that's just pulling on that efficiency strength. Sorry, Paul. No, 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 no. So, yeah, it was great. We talk about the Death Guard now having a lot of movement 
Uh, and so what the what the bullet haulers do is they give you I think what they have a seven inch movement or something like that, which is one of the fastest things in the uh, in, in the Death yeah. Guard army. Along along yeah. with the bullet drones, they've got that extra movement. And so being able to spread out and get on things uh, while people are focused on dealing with some of your beefier stuff, the things is actually doing a lot of damage to them. Uh, there's exactly a lot right. of intrinsic value into that. And if you only have them in one spot, it uh, mm. you know you've chosen exactly them, right. exactly what you said. Um, two things I want to point out in chat. We've had um, the Katachan, of course, the Katachan has asked, what event is this again? I'm going to look at those guard lists. What event was it for us, Paul? Uh, this is the uh, Wagga Wagga event in New South Wales. Ex I think it's Exterminatus 4. It'll oh, yeah, Exterminatus 4. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, in Wagga Wagga. Scotty I just want to say D that as much as, as, much that's, as that's, that's fair. <laughs> Scotty D49 in chat, I think, is streaming that event this weekend. So if you want to tune in on his nice. Scotty, um, we usually we usually we're not that cool on it, but chuck in chuck up the link to your your stream your channel so people can watch along for that event. It's going to be some spicy goodness. Oh, we got to see those winners. I had to wake yeah, up early, you know, early or stay up late. Fight some, fight some Death Guard. That'd be great. Hey, um, we're coming to a segment in our show. Sorry, Adam, do you want to throw something in before we wrap this? Nah, 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 nah. Uh, all right, we're coming to a segment on our show we call the Fuego Repito. This is where we run down a series of topics. Uh, we give ourselves two minutes to talk about uh, each topic. At the end of that time, we wrap it up and move on to the next one. We drop it, have to drop it right there. Uh, we're going to bring up those list of topics. I actually changed one on the fly. I don't know if uh, no, production. I was trying to trick production like they tricked me earlier yeah. uh, as my constant battle uh, with them. Uh, but this is, we give it as soon as the clock, clock. I do this every week. I talk all the time. <laughs> and as soon as the clock starts, uh, we're going to fire this off. I've all seen... Right. Oh, never mind. Boldest LVO prediction. Uh, so, Dustin, what do you think? Okay. This is, this is not going to be too much of a surprise coming from me, but I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. There is going to be a GSC. I'm giving you the look. The G there's going to be, I know at least one because I'm helping him. Don't do that to me, Paul. Get that. <laughs> there's going to be one that is going to do really, and it's going to shock all of you. And it's going to happen. There's a GSC. I'm, I'm, he'll be top eight. He or she. That's that is that is bold because there's not a whole lot of time uh, to 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 get it together, you know, from from this type of stuff. So you know, it if it, if it comes out in time, we'll see. You wanted bold? I give you that's bold. bold. No, that's I bold. think that's I it. love it. The stop sign says go, uh, Adam. What you, what do you think? Knights in the top eight is my Ooh. is my bold. Because Ooh. I look I look at the mission structure and I'm like, if 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 legitimately. If if a night player can make it to four and zero, they are so well placed to go six and zero. So well placed, and because the last two missions, guys, you don't know, is the scouring and battle lines, and knights are just oh, you go second against knights on either of those missions, and you're just my primary score is in the absolute toilet. It's I it's rough. I can yeah. see that. I can see that for sure. So that's my bold prediction. Uh, my bold prediction is no Drakari in the top eight. Oh, Whoa. I pray Bravo. that it is so, my boy. Bravo. I pray that it is so. Ours was uh, good. That was better. That was hot. I, that I, was, I think yeah. that you know, for the reasons that we talked about, that everyone knows what the what the big threat is, and the big threat's a threat for a reason. It's it's mm. like not justified or it's not unjustified. It's got great players playing it. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's got a lot of tools and it does it. But everyone knows what what to beat, and there's a lot of 40k that's going to get played that weekend, and everyone is going to be expecting to deal with it. Uh, yes, pure GSC RPG Luminary. Uh, next topic. Ne Never have I ever in Warhammer Forty Thousand. This is a bit of a, a, a throwback. I want. I want to yeah. change this on the fly. Can we change it on the okay. fly? Yes, okay. All right. What name the five mother sauces? Oh, what? Uh, I have to Google that. What the heck so is a I, mother sauce? So one of them is Pomodoro. What? Uh, bechamel. One, one of them's bechamel. Yeah. Uh, I think one of them's Hollandaise. Hollandaise, yeah, that's one of them. Uh, You've now named all the ones that I know, by the way. So I just, yeah, I, was, I think that's all the ones I know. I think the ones, the other ones, are just like French words. I was like gonna say ketchup. I didn't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> the, you can make ketchup. Ketchup is a first mayo. Um, can we make? Can we get <laughs> a petition going for uh, to make a burger sauce? Uh, one of the five mother sauces. Five mother sauces. Mm. Just what? Just, just like a Tex-Mex barbecue sauce is just one of the one of the traditional French. Is mother barbecue sauces. not one of them? I should be. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually just going to Google them now. Specifically, uh, come on, like steak sauce, like maybe not a one. A one is a mother a sauce. A one, yeah. We a are, one, yeah. we are 
far off the map at this point. <laughs> yeah. So it's bechamel, uh, velouté, um, means velvet in French, with the texture defined with the original mother sauce to make it uh, creates a roux butter. Is this another roux? Oh, it's with, with it's with stock instead of milk, like a bechamel. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Espinoge. Espinoge. Espinol. Yeah. Uh, that's a dark brown sauce, so that's like a gravy essentially. Mm. Um, but then yeah, a, tom- a sauce tomato like a pomodoro, and then a hollandaise. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the warmaster says they're all gravy, and that's actually yeah. There's you could you could make a case uh, for that. Oh yeah, like there it. you go. Yeah, to me. There you go. I'd rather hey, just really get some more gravy. For the last twenty two seconds, we can just. <laughs> How did you? Where did you pull that question? Where did that come from? Yeah. <laughs> look, we gotta cut, look. We gotta keep this fresh and interesting. It's uh <laughs> He he got he got a collection of them for Christmas. That's what uh, happened. I got it. Yeah, so I pull it off index cards of uh, whatever. Actually, I, I kid you not. My, my wife sometimes she's like, "This is this is the one segment yeah. of the show that she she watches," <laughs> and she's like, "Here we go." So okay, the, the out of time on that worst named character lore, and I assume in Warhammer Forty Thousand, but let's not limit it to that. If you have some uh, mm. some particular strong feelings. About uh, any character against uh, Age of Sigmar or oh. Warhammer Forty Thousand. That makes this it spicier. My life. This is tough because actually, I mean, I, I do like. There's, I got feelings, you know, for for yeah. some of these characters, and and most of them actually, even the ones that is like, man, I, not the direction I would have taken or whatever. I think that all it makes it like in, you know, they kind of get you jazzed up. So originally, I was going to say like Logar, but I felt like that was too easy. Um, and I feel like he's well written now to represent, you know, all the jokes and crap. We've, oh, we we've all know it's Erebus. Like Erebus is the worst no, character. He's, no, but he's not. His story is fantastic. He is the ultimate like. Oh, douche he is somewhat tongue in cheek. He's like yeah, yeah, he's yeah. written to where that you you just it, everyone sees hatred for him yeah every time yeah. he gets an opportunity to really just muck you know muck things up, he does it. Mm. My one, and I'm actually going back to Warhammer Fantasy, is Techless. Douchebag. <laughs> Straight up douchebag. Yeah. His, his, uh, uh, you think his attitude is... Uh... Uh, he's just haughty self-righteousness and also being like supremely arrogant. Like he was the ultimate personification of everything that everyone else hated about High Elves it was Techless. Uh, and yeah, that, that and he was just like a goody two-shoes. There we go. Oh, look, we have people throwing throw in with their favorite. Uh, Ragnar's yeah. where the party's at. Uh, we'll we'll freeze Carl. Oh, I actually uh, saw the one that I'm going to say. That, that's, I guess I'm gonna go say for it. Sorry, Dustin, what you got? Go for it, yeah. Uh, the Red Terror. It was, it's so... <laughs> that, he they has saw a big. They saw a big <laughs> red rabbiter eat somebody. Like, oh my God. What has is to have that? A, has to have a story written about him, mate. I don't... <laughs> he, he has a story written about him. It's just boring. Uh, Best film or TV series of 2021. Ooh, this, this, this is hard. I'm gonna come out. Look, I'm just firing off Hawkeye. Ooh, that's a bit. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. You, it's you might, great. you might have to sell I me on it. I just started watching it. Yeah, this was this. It did, did Hawkeye come out 20 in 24, like the end of 2020. It was. Right? It was led up to Christmas. Yeah, led up to Christmas. So technically, uh, Book of Boba Fett made was in 2020. No, no, it was it was this year. Uh, it was 20. So my pick. No, the first episode was the 29th. So sorry, the 28th. So it was. It oh was, really? It came out in Last uh, year. right at the end. There yeah. you go. Nice. I've so my my pick for a series is Squid Game. My pick for a movie is Dune. Dune was pretty solid good. choice. Mm. Uh, certainly enjoy, enjoyed Dune. Uh, it, that was, but let me talk about Hawkeye or whatever. Hawkeye is, is of all of, I've enjoyed every single one of the Marvel shows. Absolutely. And like, love them. Uh, Hawkeye is the one like before it was even over is like, I'm going to watch this again. Like I'm nice. This is, nice. this is just, it's just good. Well, it's, and it's, it's good that they can make a good show out of a character. That's kind of like the most boring of the Avengers. Um, so awesome. That's that's the thing. I'm. Ne- I, I don't even know that I. I mean, like as far as like Hawkeye as a character, I, mm. I liked him more, more in the comics than I did in the actual like movies themselves. Yeah, uh, and, and they brought a lot of that dimension from the mm. comics directly into the show, and then and then he's carried it. I mean, he's done it all. He's done it all. I mean, he did great in the movies, of course. Uh, but he did. He's like brought all that comic flavor to mm. to the actual to the to the universe MCU, uh, which you don't always get. I'd love to know which one was written first, Green Arrow or Hawkeye, because it's the same damn thing. The characters? 
Yeah, which I character have, came out I first? I have to bet the Green Arrow came first because a lot of the yeah. DC heroes I've seen, I've DC seen draw- came, came in the fifties or whatever. Exactly, I've seen drawings of him that make me believe he was in the fifties. Like he was out a like when first when first press Superman came out. Sorry, but I don't, I don't think know that to be true. Oh, yeah, Dustin, 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 season two. That's it. That's fine. Dustin, oh, what, what was it? Which season, season two? two? Yep. Can, did, yep. You, did you think it was better or worse than season one? I. Mm. Look, we got time. That's like, a, why would you do that to me? <laughs> don't, don't, no spoilers. Because Witcher season two is I've not been able to sit down and just like chill, and that's, we're going to sit down okay, and chill, okay, okay. and we're going to watch it. Witcher season two, and I'm really looking forward to it. They are loved, both loved week, phenomenal. Next week, Fuego, one of the topics. Better, better season. Which are one? Which are two? Here we go. And, and uh, the follow up, the follow up to that one's going to be better season. The week after, better season, season one or season two of Mandalorian. Uh, okay, oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Right. Uh, pick one: Custodes or GSC top eight of LVO. I'm gonna pick one. It's Custodes. It's Custodes. As, which one's more likely? Yeah, is this one? Which one's more likely to make top eight? Uh, just you. Just I don't know if it's likely. Just pick one. This is just from your gut. Dustin, go first, because I know what he's gonna Do say, I have to? And, it's, and it's gonna give me I time. I already did. His face. Let me let me think about this for a second. Just let me know when you're ready, Adam. Ah, uh, who between? And the one who between the one that I adore and the one I don't care about is more likely to do it. <laughs> I, the one that I have been looking forward to for uh, well over a year, or the one so tell, I didn't right? even remember was coming out this weekend or coming out next week. Right. I yeah. didn't even know. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm I'm going custodies as well. Now that I've seen a little bit, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. It's just it's, being two to one just means I win more. The odds are against me. So <laughs> that's it. That's, uh, that's right. right. Going to Vegas, going to stack the odds. You know what the, the three to two uh, payout is, and you are going for it. That's right. Crossfire yeah. for the win. That's right. That's that's exactly right. There's going to be, I think, some some tricks in that book, and it's if you can you can master them, and you and you have the models to to make it make it work. I think I think people are going to be able oh, to uh, put up a, a good threat. It is it is a beautiful beautiful thing, if you know what you're doing. But custodes are a great travel army. What do you need? Twenty five figures in, 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 in armies yeah. as we know them now. Uh, well, so, dude, the last LVO that was held in person, me and you remember we were saying live, just being like, we're stunned how many night players are here. We're like, it's like almost like a quarter of this one thousand person event just took. God, it looks so good, and so the displays. Yeah, it's because they're just easy to they're easy to bring. They're easy to travel. If you want to kick back with your mates, you're only going to have one hour games, and then you can hit the hit the bar, hit the hit the cast, do whatever cast, you want. Do whatever you want. That's it. Well, look, that's what we do here. The, the Fuego Rapido, that is our rundown. That's how we end each and every one of these shows. If you have some interesting topics, you know, they could be a little funny. They could be a little bit off topic. Uh, please make sure to throw them in the chat, uh, before, you know, as we, we kick off the show next week. This has been a great, it's been a pleasure. I mean, I, I've enjoyed getting back to it. This is our first show of 2022. No breaks no to LVO. Break. We've got two super majors before LVO. We've got Uprising and we've got another LGT major in the UK. Look forward to those coming up in the new week, next week. Yeah, guys. and we've got a lot to discuss with which is a better season for a bunch of really popular shows. Yes. So obviously we can't. We are the important to topics. Talk some of that stuff. We're going to have at least one of those topics locked in. Uh, two minutes of us just gushing about some of our favorite <laughs> stuff. Mm. I can't. I cannot wait. Well, listen, everybody in the chat, really appreciate y'all tuning in. Do not forget to like, share, subscribe, no matter where you are. Leave some comments. That's one of the ways, very hassle-free way that people uh, you can interact with the show that may help somebody else find the show. And then the, the chat gets better and better, and it has gotten better and better every single week. Uh, my name is Paul, Adam, Dustin. Always a pleasure. Love you guys. Gents, love you too. Love you guys. Love everyone in chat as well. You guys have been awesome. Good night, everybody. See you next week.